Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. The General Manager of Footy Operations at the AFL, Steve Hocking, is our feature guest on Crunch Time. Steve, welcome. Good afternoon, Jared. Thanks for having me. How bitterly disappointed were the events of yesterday and the breaches from those two Richmond players? Oh, look, uh, I think when you look at the, um, the the sanctions that have been put in place, I think that demonstrates uh, yeah, how disappointed we were. I think that um, you know, right across the whole industry, uh, you know, it, it, it put the whole competition in jeopardy. So that that's the frustrating piece. But um, yeah, that's been dealt with, and, and all the eighteen clubs are aware that. Um, you know, they're the standards that need to be met and, and the protocols that everyone signed up for. We, we work closely with all 18 clubs on those and um, uh, everyone's agreed to it. So, you know, very clear that, um, you know, we're, we're living to a to a standard that is expected of us uh, in Queensland. It's, it's enabled us to continue to, uh, to you know, put on games and, and uh, see out the competition. Are there some who are just ignorant, Steve, to how tenuous all of this is and how delicate the the, the permission from from governments are? I don't think so, Jared. The clubs have done a, a fantastic um, job at uh, educating, and, and certainly, you know, we didn't arrive at these protocols, you know, just overnight. They've been worked through with the chief chief um, health officers right across the whole. Uh, all the states, uh, more broadly, and um, yeah, everyone certainly is aware of it. I think, I think, in any case, there's always, you know, potentially a percentage that, um, uh, you know, like to, you know, potentially roll the dice, I guess. But look, it's it's been dealt with. Um, I think, uh, you know, from Richmond's point of view, they've obviously got some things to work through um, with with the players, and and from here, um, it's it's a clear message to everybody that. Um, you know, we, we just can't be mucking around with that. We've, we're in a really privileged position here as a competition. You know, we've been able to, on the back of the Queensland partnership, Queensland government partnership, continue our season. And, and that's extraordinary. Thank them for that. And so we need to make sure that we're doing our bit. Does Richmond have the right to demand the players pay the fine, Steve, or is it actually intended to be a club fine? It's intended to be a club fine, Jared, and, and you know again, the reason for that is you know there's been some questions around as to um, you know why doesn't it just come off the salary cap? It, it's really everybody's got um, ownership of this. It's, it's a club-wide leadership piece. Um, we've all got responsibility in it. You know, that's me included. You know, within my role, I'm expected to live to a standard, and everybody you know right across the whole competition understands that and, and have signed up to it. So how do you expect that to resolve? Oh, look, it's, it's certainly not in my area. I, I know that Andrew Dillon will work through that with, um, with Brendan Gale and, and um, uh, Tim Livingston, and they'll, they'll work through that with, with the AFLPA at the appropriate time. Is it time, Steve, for a breach and you're on the plane hardcore policy to get this season finished? Uh, sorry, Jared, I just missed that. Look. Is it time for a breach the protocols and you're straight on the plane? Hardcore policy yeah, yeah, to get yeah. the season finished. Look, I think for for everybody, um, all of us, it's a good reminder of uh, yes, we are getting closer to the season finishing, and and with that, um, you know, we 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 can't we can't really get sloppy around this. You know, we we need to live to a standard. 
Um, and that standard is a high standard. Um, and, you know, that, that's something that we need to honour and, and make sure we continue to respect. Um, as I said earlier, it's a privilege to, to be doing what we're doing here in Queensland and, and across all the states. We've got our competition going. So, you know, as we move into the finals, um, we'll have to certainly, you know, work through that and make sure that, um, you know, people live to those standards and maintain them. Luke Hodge with Steve Hocking. Yeah, Steve, I was just wondering, was it any talk of taking away uh, points or, or draft picks with uh, with this punishment? Uh, no, look, there's an escalation um, process, Luke, on, on all of that. And Andrew Dillon's got um, you know, all of the details on that. As I say, the, uh, the industry has certainly signed up to those. Um, and you know, it, it basically escalates to a level um, you know, as... as uh, you know, clearly, this is, this is another uh, a second breach for for Richmond, but um, Andrew and, and his integrity team have, uh, have have got all that sorted. Excellent. Uh, with the uh, with the fine, it goes into hundred thousand goes into next year's footy cap for the Richmond Football Club. That's right. Is there yeah. any talk, or are you allowed to put it into the salary cap? Because you, you hear a lot of players, that the punishment is pretty much going to go to either the boot starters or the property stewards who do so much work. And they, they might have a, a part-timer who's helping them out who will get the sack rather than the players lose financial benefit from it. Is there any push or conversation to, to push it into the salary cap rather than the footy cap? No, no. Look, look it's, it's, a, it's a reasonable question. But uh, what we did right at the start with all of this was just sign, basically have, have the whole industry collaborate on this and, and work through it together and, and everyone agreed that it should go into the soft cap. It should be a, a, a whole of club um, sanction and the reason for that is, and, you know, you've been, you've been fortunate part of very successful clubs. It's a team, a team accountability, a team response and, and a, a, a leadership requirement from everybody. Sam Edmund. Thanks for your time uh, this afternoon, Steve. I just wanted to ask you about the future of the goal review system. Would Is it fair to assume it will be at every category venue next season? Obviously, you were caught out recently in Alice Springs. It was subsequently installed at Cairns for the remainder of the season. What do you think it will look like next year? Uh, Sam, look, we're, we're really pleased with where it's got to. Um, there's, no, there's no doubt, I, I think most people, uh, even hopefully Jared. Yep. <laughs> Um, you know, can see that uh, there has been advancements with it. I, I think one of the upsides for us with the ARC has been um, the comms that we've actually, um, you know, delivered uh, within broadcast and, and also, you know, live at venue too um, in future when we get back to having games and having crowds, which we're all looking forward to. Um, we've been fortunate enough to see a bit of that across the country. We certainly uh, we thank the fans for being part of it. But, uh, yeah, look, it's, it, the advance that we've made, um, I, I've been really happy with. Uh, we will continue to review. And there's no doubt, you know, as you've seen with what we've done with, uh, with Cairns, there's five games in Cairns, so we've been able to uh, plug, um, you know, all the goal, goalpost cameras into that. But uh, longer term, we'll, we'll just continue to evolve that and, and make the adjustments we need to because we now see it as a, as a key part of uh, decision-making within the game. And just another one with an eye to next year, and I know it's all full steam ahead to finals this year, but the festivals or the so-called festivals of footy that we have seen this year, I think it's fair to say teams and players have coped with it better than expected, albeit with shorter quarters, of course. Has this broken the ice in some regard at AFL House? And would a more condensed fixture be considered next season, perhaps over a school holiday period? 
Yeah, Sam, it, it's it's one of many things. Hopefully, uh, you know, even yourself and, and, and others there, you know, Jared and Luke, um, have enjoyed that part of it. Uh, certainly, you know, from a um, competition-wide perspective, the clubs have been extraordinary. You know, you, you have a look at the four-day turnaround. Um, you know, whenever whenever I sat down early days in the in this role and, and spoke to high performance managers and, and coaches, and you sort of mentioned anything, even even a six-day break, six-day turnaround, uh, it, it used to exhaust um, a lot of those conversations as to you can't get this shorter. But with the uh, with the game adjustments we made um, prior to round one, it, it certainly has had everybody in a frame of mind that, that have been supportive of it. And they've worked through it exceptionally well. Um, you know, some of the training sessions, I've been fortunate being on the ground up here now um, in, in Queensland, you can get around and, and just watching what players are doing. There's certainly a lot less match sim. Um, there's more, uh, you know, a, a much stronger focus on just recovery. I think, um, I think Hodge potentially would have played for another four or five years in, in, in that model. So we, we, need to, we need to think through um, what we take forward. None of those decisions have been major, but as we have done throughout this year, we've had to really work as, an, as a competition with key stakeholders to understand you know, what can we achieve um, and, and what do we need to uh, you know, potentially uh, capture and, and take forward into, into future seasons. And, and those decisions haven't been made at this point in time, but we'll certainly get to that at the appropriate time. Kane. Yes, Steve, I'm interested in your response to Alistair Clarkson's comments on Tuesday night in regards to what he's going to do with his list at Hawthorne and across the competition, what clubs can do when they don't yet know what the salary cap looks like or list sizes. When will you inform clubs of that decision? Yeah, Kane, it's it's a reasonable point that Alistair makes. You know, I think part of that is um, the fact that uh, you've got clubs now that are that are, their season's coming to an end. They're not going to be part of finals. And, and very quickly, I'm, I'm already seeing that uh, on, on a range of different things around, you know, when does pre-season start? What does next season look like? Um, uh, you know, when's the trade period? Uh, you know, when are we going to have um, the uh, the draft as well? All of those, you know, key dates, you know, key decisions are all in the pipeline currently and, and we're working through them. Now, some of them are really easy to get to um, and then others, uh, you know, there's decisions that need to be made um, with a collective um, mindset. And so that's, you know, that's stakeholders like ASLPA and clearly the players and so forth as well. So we've got a bit of work to do on that, Kane, um, at this point in time. But certainly talking to the PA and um, you know, my assessment of that would be um, it's something that would be done over a period of time, not, um, you know, not from one season to the next season. Mm. Uh, I'm interested in, in your thoughts on, on the adjudication of the rules and the accuracy of umpiring. How have you seen it um, since, particularly you changed the interpretation of holding the ball earlier on in the year? Yeah, well, the, the, the change in the interpretation of holding the ball, it, it all was just reinforcing the actual rule itself. So, you know, if you don't make a genuine attempt, you lose prior. And so, you know, what we'd seen after the return, um, sort of uh, post uh, um Recommenced at round two, it was it was noticeable that uh, sort of over those three or four weeks, players were were not making a genuine attempt to get rid of the ball. So with the uh, umpiring term, we we, we certainly um, reinforced that and made sure that that's the fight. I think it um, I think it has settled. And the other thing I, I would say is that uh, the umpires have just done an unbelievable job. Like currently we've got um, we've got a dozen umpires down in, in uh, South Australia and your neck of the woods there, Kane and. Um, 
out at the Barossa, um, and, they're, and they're freezing down there um, at this stage. We've got a, we've got another dozen up in the, up in Cairns, and then we've got um, a forty plus here, and all their families as well spread right across the country, and, and you know, most of them have jobs, so they're a part time resource in, in the industry, and, and so they've been impacted as much as anyone. So look, you know, full credit to them. I, I think they've they've handled the season incredibly well, and, and without that support, you know, we we wouldn't have the game going. So I, I think they've done you know, an exceptional job. You've been really aggressive with the tweaks that you've made in the rules in recent times. Does it concern you that six goals wins a game of footy last night? Well, when I look at the ratings that come through um, from last night, no. <laughs> the highest rating uh, Lions game um, since 2011, um, which, is, which is fascinating uh, here here in uh, Queensland. So it's going gangbusters up here. I think what you've got to be careful of, Kane, and I'm mindful of that, you know, within this in this role, it's, it's a custodian role, and, and and you need to be careful that you don't tweak things too far. We've certainly seen in, in other codes that um, there's been some adjustments made, and what it's done is uh, it's taken away margin, and you know certainly opened the game up. But uh, you know you get blowouts, and I, I think that you know when you have a look at the the competition that we've currently got. Um, it's a it's it's a real contest, and that's what last night represented. And, and I, I found it, um, uh, you, know, um, you know, captivating to watch. Um, you know, all of the nuances that were going on within the game, and and it was highly engaged in that. And clearly, the ratings are saying that as well. So there's there's no doubt uh, we need to get the balance between uh, defence and and attack um, right. But you've got to be careful too that what you Whatever decisions you do make, you don't swing it too far one way um, versus the other. And, and you know, there'd be people that there's no doubt there'd be a lot of fans and supporters that would say it's a, it's, a, it's a little too defensive at the moment. And you know, if required, we'll, we'll, we'll make um, and analyse you know, what are the potential adjustments. But uh, at this point in time, just to say you know, the margin last night, the contest itself um, is, is captivating the audiences. Steve, thanks for your time on Crunch Time. Always appreciated. Thanks, Jared. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. We really appreciate being on.